Morning. Good morning. Just literally trying to sort out my hair. Doing something fun today. Alright. Episode of day. Right. Loves mornings. Boom. Pooja in there like swimwear. Hey ducks. Wave. Wave. Wait, cup of tea. Best way to start the day, cup of tea. Nice cup of tea. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, Danny. Oh. How is everyone this morning? It's a love, it's really lovely. It's really lovely out there. Been for a walk already this morning. Yep. Get them in. I had three dogs today. It's like walking with a pack of dogs. Has a lot of tennis ball for him, by the way. We've got three dogs. They use a lot of furry. Right. Today. Do, 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 do. When just digestion goes wrong. It's a good one. <laughs> How many times can I not mention my poo during this? One. One. Bargate. I'm going to bargate this. See if I'm bargate. How many times? Do I've got... Got a, got a pen pot now. Mate, life This is working from home in extreme, but a pen pot. Just me, you know, you've, you've, you've accepted working from home when you've invested in a pen pot. Jesus. Right. Bargain one said the word poo. Oh, there we go. Second one. Right. <laughs> now, <coughs> let's make clear that I'm not a GP and or registered health professional. Um, however, having said that, sorry, I'm trying to sort this out. I'm also not a hairdresser. Jesus. I know what's best to do here. I, I think it's going to be one of those moments. It's one of those days, Pooja. You can you can sense my pain. It's going. Can't do it no more. Look, it's just better. It's better all around that people have to see this. Experience. Witness the mess. <sighs> it is my hair. Right. So, uh, what I will say, though, I'm going to say non-professional. Uh, <laughs> is laughing, yeah, but hers a mess, no way. Um, okay, let's start with a fact. No, I can't do it. I need to have it down. Uh, let's start with a fact. We do not eat the foods that we did 100 years ago. First, because most of us weren't alive, let's be honest. Um, secondly, because those foods just didn't exist. And what's happened over an amount of time is our bodies have started to accept these foods as I'm going to do the bunnies as normal, right? So our bodies aren't necessarily <laughs> think of a caveman eating Pringles. I mean, I don't even know what to do with it. Stuff. I mean, you probably end up throwing it around a bit to get inside because you can't work out to get inside Pringles. You just can't see it, can you? You just can't see cave Neolithic caveman going. Do you know what? I'm going to hunt and gather some Pringles tonight, darling. It wasn't that anyways of it. Sounds like I bet you sounded like Sam. A bit prehistoric man sounded like Sam. Ooh. See what sounds like like me. He's gonna have Pringles. Okay, in all fairness though, the reality is that we did not have the the uh I'm joking, obviously. Uh, however the reality is hey everybody, the reality is that we um did not have um we didn't have access to the food sources that we had hundreds of years ago 
um, hey, Bina, uh, what's happened over time is that we've, uh, our, our digestive systems have adapted to modern processed life. Now, adaptation to modern processed life. Have to, I'm sure you're laughing at the Pringle Sam situation, Hafsa. You can, you can see it, can't you? You can just imagine. Danny's at home with Noel in a cave by a fire, and Sam's out going, Ugh. Oh, Pringle. <laughs> I can, worryingly. Um, reality is, though, uh, we don't go and hunt and gather Pringles these days because we just get to co op. Uh, it's not a big drama. They don't go out spearing Pringles. Um, Although our bodies have adapted to modern living, modern living in terms of gut health. Woo, there's a question one, isn't it? Uh, so when clients come to us, uh, usually they're at a point of which they've tried a lot. And when I, tr and when I say try a lot, they've, um, if they've had gut issues or they, oh, well, let's start with, First thing when clients come to us, they believe that the, the gut function they have is okay. Me included. I have to admit, when I started working with Sam, I thought I was absolutely normal to go to the toilet six times a day. Can't speak clear that it's not. We should not poo that many times a day. Ding! That's third. There we go. Far by, uh, so on a, on a three, three so far for saying the word, means with P. Uh, however, um, the first point I'm going to make, a lot of us assume that the digestive issues we have are normal because we've had them for so long right and that's a big point so if you think about it so we assume that the gut issues that we have are normal because we've had them for so long and also because people around us have generally the same gut issues or it's a joke etc or um it's just um an accepted culture and social thing that uh, people's guts you know, like bloating, farting, all of that is normal, right? Um, because we just assume it's part of part of our lives because it's part of the lives of the food we eat now at this point. Um, and that's part of what happens to people's digestions. Uh, they It becomes acceptable that this is how it's meant to be. Uh, bloating after bread and things like that is really common, right? Um, we accept it's normal. Um, and the reality is it's not, actually. If, if, here's, here's fundamentally something, if you fart after you've ate anything, there is something that is not sat well with you. We just assume that that's normal part of digestion is to, to be farting, when in fact it's not. Um, it's a, a sign that your gut isn't digesting something as um, efficiently as it can be. Um, even if it's minor, it means that something hasn't quite or isn't quite working well through your gut bacteria. So something is not not going through as it could be, right? As again, we get so used to it though, and everybody else talks about it like it's normal. So it's normal, right? No, it's a sign that there's something um, a little bit off balance. Um, <laughs> half is like this, what did I eat last night? I've just been sitting there farting all day. Yes, half is like this, ooh, yes, half it's not normal. It's not normal to fart, it's really hard, like, ooh. Ooh, normal. <laughs> no, it's a sign that uh, something isn't quite sitting well. Uh, think of anything where, um, have to, if you're having a moment, think of any of the regular things that you potentially have where the most commonly it happens, you know, like uh, anything that's got a high dairy or high um, processed amounts, like pizza, for example. Pizza's always on, right? Pizza's like, I feel that way. <laughs> right? Once the digestion, it bloated, farting. Lots of problems going to the toilet a couple of days later. 
Mm, not coincidence, right? Hi, Bally. Not coincidence, just being accepted. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you share that. I'm going to details, but we all always share with Danny when we're like, mm-mm, won't be cooking that again, please. <laughs> we all need to work in a safe zone. <laughs> no, that, that, that's the point, though, Have to it, it is it is accepted uh, that that's a normal reaction to eating food. Like, uh, okay, this is, it's just like, it's how it is. It's not, um, and actually, the, the the thing is also part of us accepting that our gut health is the way it is is also why we accept that our energy levels or our performance, however you want to call it, or how efficient you are with training, we just accept that's what it is. Because like most things in life, we don't know the difference until we compare it. So a lot of people, a lot of clients will come to us at a point of which they've accepted uh, low energy um low efficiency when it comes to processing food, farting, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, like uh, not going to the, the amount of clients we've had that either go to the toilet three, like me, three or four, five, four, five times a day, or um, go once every two or three days, or the most I've seen is like once a week, that as, I mean, those, those people know the extreme that something's probably a little bit off, um, it's just they've accepted. Uh, because it's part of their lives and they accept that, like everything, like I talked about yesterday with consistency, one of the things you accept in life, it's consistently the same. You accept it's consistent. It's how it is. Um, it's something that happens every day, exactly the same, and therefore that is how it is, right? It is what it is, is our favourite catch, catchphrase of this century, isn't it? It is what it is. I accept. I fart a lot. And I poo a lot too, or don't poo. There we go. Don't have to There we go. Five. I've hit the first five bar gate on saying the word. <laughs> Is that? Did have thought of saying something like this? Five bar gating. How many times I say the p word? <laughs> oh, Bally, will you? Yes, I am getting there. Bally, Instagram can't see this. Bally's jumping ahead on Facebook. Like, boom! Let me just drop this one in. Yes, Bally, that is a very good way of help with the digestive system. I'll get there. I promise. Just laying the laying the scene there, Bally. Laying this. I'm painting a picture. A poop. Doesn't count. There's P and P on the end. Um, so when they come to us, when clients come to us, they said you can, you can have minor, not minor. It is minor in the scheme of things. We can have people with a uh, leaky gut, uh, IBS, or diagnosed with IBS or leaky gut, uh, food sensitivities. Uh, very rarely allergies, to be fair, there or thereabouts, but a lot of intolerances uh, diagnosed or some suggestions of potential um, intolerances. Just has never actually been followed through, as in. Uh, uh, you know, but uh, uh <laughs> whoops, Billy. Uh, can't even be told there's something wrong, as in, uh, yeah, we think you've got intolerance. Uh, let's send you for a test at some point, and they may be still waiting for that test, and it's been some time. Uh, at that point, they're still kind of waiting to find out what it is, right? So it doesn't always get followed through with a lot of um, a lot of clients who come to us. Or again, they've accepted they know there's something that's up, but actually, there's manageable levels, and so they continue. Right, they just continue with their, their nutrition as it is their diet and kind of manage the symptoms. Right, I got one client who just walked around with wet wipes all day in his bag because he's an acceptance that he was going to toilet that often. Um, just how it was, right? It was just, just I've got told I got RBS, Helen, so that's just how I live. I manage the symptoms. I'm like, Ooh, let's just manage what's actually going on. Um, because getting a diagnosis doesn't mean necessarily that the, the actual issue has been resolved. It's just like going, put your label on again. We know what it is. There you go. Next. You know, no criticism, just 
how it is for people again when they live with it so long they just accept it's part of daily life um when you know it's off though you know right if you've had for example though on the flip side if you had really great health and then it changes somehow then you know right because you start to notice um really good uh gut health depends on a lot of things right depends on bacteria massively um to balance within the gut i'm sorry there's appeared to have like a dog frenzy going on this morning what's going on <laughs> i don't live next to a dog sentry it just sounds like the, all the dogs are kicking off the neighborhood at the same time it's like lady in the tramp out there <laughs> apologies if you can't hear it even worse i've just told you it's there um so good gut uh good gut balance helps good gut lining so like the mucosa is great like having a good mucosa helps um because at the end of the day right fat bomb i don't think a lot of people know this. I didn't know this, though, to be fair. 70% of your immune system is in your gut. So 70% of your immune system is is dictated to by your gut health. So your gut flora. Uh, when you think of it like that, that's uh, it's quite a lot, really. It's the reason why, especially in this day and age, where we're in this, this situation right now, looking after your immune system, or generally looking after your, your gut bacteria, which therefore dictates your immune system, is like quite important these days isn't it if it wasn't before it is certainly now um so it's really important to to look after that because actually whilst we don't kind of associate uh, it has a massive part to play it actually does now you can in, there's different ways of improving gut bacteria and battery's gone boom there's one <laughs> it is all about the greens yeah i'm getting there as well I'm getting there as well. I have to use all about the greens. Yeah, I eat greens and other things. Um, so supplementing, okay. So supplementing your gut bacteria, yes. Um, Bally's uh, mentioned uh, 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 probiotic that is available. There are others. I'm not going to start pushing one over another, but you can get different uh, bacteria that you can actually supplement into your gut. Um, I will say this though: a lot of people are, will also come to saying I have Actimel every day. Um, and so I'm taking care of it uh, or or any other supermarket bought um, probiotic. I mean, look, it's it's not it's not like it's uh, better or worse or over uh, something's better over nothing. Um, however, you look at studies and actually look at it, the, the amount of bacteria that has to get through your stomach to get into your gut. Um, if you think about just so we get off track a little bit, but the acidity uh, and alkaline in your stomach it, it well there's acid in there to get rid of bacteria so for something like a probiotic to get through the stomach uh into the gut to actually do what we need to do which is boost your immunity you need something a little bit more a bit more potent and if you see the petri dishes of what gets through someone's um whole digestion into the gut and out the other side in their poo there we go for it one on six can't can't go through this without saying it it's impossible um you'll see that and oh i don't know who did this by the way somebody did do this study and have that examined uh how much gets through your gut based on um something that's bought in the supermarket as opposed to the others you can get is significantly less so there is something in there but it was like on the petri dish it was like this da -da, doesn't uh you get powder forms now powder forms were a little bit more like da -da, and you can get a liquid form it's like this boom <laughs> da -da, um that's probably what happened when you go to the toilet <laughs> Uh, but however, um, you can increase good bacteria. But again, it's a balance between the two. So it's just about throwing one in, um, so you can balance 
that by placing that in. Uh, there are other uh, supplements available of which I'm seriously tempted to try over the next month. Uh, it's just incredibly expensive and has a rather interesting side effect uh, where you can completely uh, take out your gut flora and, and re-supply re, re it. As you imagine though, has some side effects which require you to be near a bathroom for at least four days uh, because you want to reset your whole bacteria. I, I, the, the lasting effects apparently uh, I've had told to me is a fantastic immune system because it does re reset your whole system. The thing about something like a, a, a pre postbiotic is that it just it boosts the good bacteria but again it's about the balance, the balance between good and bad in your existing gut so sometimes you're just throwing something in but actually uh to, to reset the whole thing takes a little bit more work right <laughs> i'm not ready to try that yet if someone wants to ask me about that you can ask me about that privately um if you want to try it uh i, I always insist with clients i prefer to try it first which is why i've been i haven't had time over the last uh, three years to be chained to a toilet for four days consistently well working at home i can try so it's <laughs> potential on the cards um fairing you don't want to do something like that um the thing is that um uh if you're looking at gut bacteria and how to do that naturally and and half the other half is throwing it in from the other room uh yes uh i'm gonna be honest there's a huge indication that um uh, increasing vegetables and the variety of vegetables in terms of color is a fantastic way of naturally boosting bacteria in your gut through through whole foods. If I go back to the initial point, saying that hundreds of years ago, we wouldn't be banging back Pringles with a spear, right? Uh, that is, is if we want to go the polar opposite and actually go back to fundamentals, you're going back to whole, uh, again, I'm not so fond of the, this terminology, whole foods from the earth, but they are. If you, if you think whole food, as in less processed, uh, less bacteria put in by industrial processing, um, you're going back to ingesting bacteria into your gut, which is preferential um, to overall immunity. Again, going back to the real reason why we're doing, we're doing this stuff right now. Like, get it. I mean, yes, there's lots of other things to make you healthy. Gut bacteria and immune systems. Like, again, 70% of your immune system's in your gut. So it's in you. a lot of interest of people right now to boost their immune system as much as they can. Um, so to switch on to more... Okay, I'm going to say this. I'm doing a live on this this week, uh, or next week, I can't remember what it is. Uh, a more plant-based, that terminology as well, I'll go into that in this live, but a more plant-based diet has its benefits, okay? So a plant-based diet has its benefits for that reason, right, to to do that. Um, and again, I, I can only do this because I've, I've gone that way myself as well that I'm more plant-based and actually I've not had a cold for I've had one in two years I think mm, started going plant-based about 18 months ago more plant-based not completely there yet however uh, my immune system's very good I haven't taken Simproof for, for I've not needed to or or had the requirement to for quite some time. Considering I started as a client, uh, very overweight, uh, very uh, chained to a toilet for different reasons. Um, gut bacteria now is 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 actually probably the best it's been my entire adult life. Uh, and and my energy level. And people say what it's like 
like, uh, what was it like having more, going more vegan? And I'm like, I just, I just overall, my energy levels are better. My sleep's better. Everything's improved. Right. And part of that is my gut and my digestive system. It's like only over the last week where I've dived, <laughs> which is another reason to do this live. Anyway, the last week I've deviated from that and dear God, do I know it. <laughs> Not really good. Right. This is the same when you know something's off, uh, you know it. The difference is that most of us accept our gut health as how it is. And then every day it's the same, right? So we don't see the difference. Um, so, yeah, thinking about doing it uh, naturally is always uh, always a preference of, uh, as well as if you need to, when you start working, with us, definitely we will we'll do a whole health assessment form and in a pathway in our heads, like, right, okay, this is, is, is where someone will need help. Even for females with issues with, um, this is where it gets interesting, there's some science behind this, and we'll go into it, because there's lots of syllables with words, and I don't really know it all in depth. Other than the fact there is an also associated link with gut bacteria and um, the ability for a female to have a regular period cycle is also impacted uh generally speaking um it's through the transportation of hormones that gut bacteria also um has an impact on that so there's lots of reasons for lots of our clients to start to look at, at, at principally gut health now just to to continue with issues that people may come may come with this without because the thing is giving solutions to this on a live when it's all individual to a person i'm probably not going to do a, because it's unique to the client, and B, because there's a whole system in place for the clients. I'm not necessarily going into details. But there's one I'm, uh, I mentioned earlier, which also comes up a lot. Now, leaky gut is, this, I mean, when before I started uh, doing all my education and everything else, it's like, I've never heard of this terminology before. It's fascinating. and spent a lot of time uh, looking into it and researching it. And for good reason, actually, because if I meet a client um, for the first time, uh, certainly in person as well, the things I'm looking at is, um, you know, do they do they have eczema? Do they have any kind of skin irritation? Do they have uh, kind of issues with skin, uh, issues with hair? Um, do they have asthma? All these things that... Uh, as people, we accept again as normal life. We don't associate with the fact that it's to do with that's also to do with gut health, or a sign that digestion isn't as it could be, uh, because these are all long-term impacts of of something called leaky gut. Where um, essentially, if you again going back to the hundreds of years ago, gave I wonder how many if you gave caveman some Pringles, you'd probably go down like a sack of poo. Seven, not bad, because. His, he would find it, he'd be so intolerant to it that he would automatically feel terrible. Except what we do now is that we slowly build up the terrible over uh, every small increments. So every time we have something that we're actually intolerant to, um, we actually build up. And what happens to build is that the gut wall is actually impaired. So the, the, the mucosa is impaired, it's damaged. And having to say, I'm sorry to keep saying the same thing. It's a P word. It's not not the other words have. So it's Pringles. I know. Uh, so there's 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 something called villi in the gut, and they're, and they're quite interesting actually because they're, I don't know why I'm doing this. They are they're, they're shaped like this, and they kind of when I see them in my head, they're swaying as food goes through. Uh, and what happens is they, they they're meant to be tightly packed together like this. And what happens is over time, because of the, the impact of intolerances, they start to, f to come apart slightly, just a little bit. Unfortunately, the little bit 
and say it like that, the little bit is enough for particles of food to go into the bloodstream, so for bacteria to get through, and actually for nutrition, because they slowly get worn away. You actually realise that I can't can't make my fingers wilt, but they are. That's what happens. Uh, and what ha then happens is that nutrition doesn't actually get absorbed through, because what should be happening is that nutrition gets absorbed through the top, and as they melt away and kind of the tight junctions come apart, that is where it's called leaky gut, because it's leaking through. Now that in itself, interestingly is manageable right that is manageable and um, we'll come into the we'll come into all kinds of symptoms right what happens is over time though if that continues is that uh, uh, basically our body tries to attack it because it sees us it's okay there's bacteria well i'm going to try and attack that within my within my body it shouldn't be there i'm going to attack it from within and there's where you see long-term issues such as um food intolerances because it builds to a full intolerance um or actually allergies, you can see some people actually develop allergies if it's really extreme, asthma, um, anything down to any immune system, autoimmune system issues, it goes down, it goes down the list. Uh, sinus problems, have people with sinus problems, all of it, all signs of actually, and they relate it to the area of which it's on their body, like, oh, I've been taking steroid cream for the skin, but actually the skin isn't the issue, it's, it's what's being digested that's creating that within your body. Um, very often, very often, if somebody has an intolerance to something, they usually had a childhood asthma or asthma at some point or multiples. Um, and that in itself, again, this is all manageable, by the way. All of this is manageable because um, what we'll do the, with a client is put, put, again, it's not something you, you, you can go, let me just fix that for you straight away. <laughs> Boom. -boom. <laughs> no. Uh, it takes a lot of time and lots of consistency and is never something to be tackled straight away because there's lots of foundation things we can do with someone's gut health and then that will come naturally on the way a lot of the time. Um, however, if you're existing client with us and I'm not sure if any of you guys have done it, actually, good. Um, I've done a separate uh, live or podcast on elimination diets. Uh, they're often suggested, again, by uh, GPs to clients and they're not often followed through as in a an actual structure given. It's just oh, what you could do in the future is try an elimination diet. Um, the client will leave the, the appointment and go, oh, elimination diet, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll, I don't know, eat something with the thing that's uh, actually irritating them on the way home, for example, or that night and forget about it because like, oh God, pain, right? Um, there's a whole structure that we do with the elimination process that I went through um, and different levels of how you do it. Ultimately, you're trying to find the thing that's creating it, right? So it's not a game of cat and mouse, there's a system to it, you can get it uh, and how quickly you get it or how much you want to get it is down to, to how extreme you want to go on it. Um, I've had one client, it took three months, four months in total actually, no, three months, I apologise, three months, just in time for Christmas, dear God. You know what though, it actually, the, yes, uh, the end goal wasn't to... Um, help them lose weight or although it did because nutrition got a lot better digestion got a lot better processed foods came out right so all the things that would actually even irritate us normally back gut bacteria anyway were, were out and also we managed to pin down what it was that was causing the skin irritation and guess what the skin got better for the first time so from again to the level where it was actually bleeding it was that irritated to not having to even use the cream at all was a huge life-changing situation for that client um and a byproduct was completely reorganising their, their gut bacteria and 
their overall energy and health levels, right? Um, we have loads of tactics for this, by the way. I'm not going to give them all away. And that's just one. Like there's loads of as clients, you all would have, all of you at some point would have experienced some of the things we put into place for clients to help with their digestion, right? How much um, you get of that and how much you, you use is dependent on how long you work with us, yes, because ultimately, let's be real, a lot of clients come to us because they want to lose weight. They want to lose body fat. And so they, they may not, and you may, guys, may not have registered this as being an issue. I certainly did not. Hands down. I was like, yeah, I, I put five down today. What? That's, that's normal, right? I mean, I'm very overweight. Yeah, that's okay. I just want to lose some weight. Good, yeah. And didn't foresee at the start of my journey that, that I could feel so much better, have better sleep, better energy, all the rest of it. Associated it all with exercise. It's only now, as a, as a coach, and looking back on the journey and knowing exactly what was going on, and and what Sam was doing in a coaching perspective, that I can understand that actually, uh, what's happening is that my entire digestive system's been corrected. Da da, boom! I did it three years. <laughs> now I'm not saying that it takes three years to correct someone's digestive system. No. However, you consider the damage it's done with when I did the wilting finger cells, right? Uh, that is going to take some time. And there's other supplements we suggest and things that can help that um, continue as well, because there are, right? It's It takes as long to correct as it takes to, to, to have been battering our systems a lot of the time with the food that we have been eating or trying to process. Um, because again, we're not meant to be, caveman's not be meant to be eating Snacks in a tube. Does that help how to say snacks in a tube and not the P word? <laughs> Ooh, no, not that flavour, Hafsa. Dear God. Hafsa suggesting a flavour of Pringle. No. No, Hafsa, retract that. <clears throat> you might as well just a barbecue and have done with it. Don't waste. <laughs> Don't wait your, waste your gut health on that. So... These are all these are all um, examples where it goes wrong, and I've touched on little bits here and there, and when you can, where you can improve it, and what you can do. Um, I could do like a, literally probably about two hours on this. I mean, I don't know how many people would get through it. I mean, no one would stay for two hours to go through it all. And the point is that because it's so unique, because all, all our bodies are unique, and all our gut bacteria is unique as well, right? So this is where it's all very bespoke and all very individual. And all very much based on somebody's individual symptoms or um, troubles they've been having with their gut health, right? And that's part of what we do is just find out uniquely what works or doesn't work for somebody. Um, nutritionally, I can set somebody up on on um, a, a, a way of looking at nutrition straight over the back will improve all of this. Uh, the thing is, they have to in the place to understand a bit like my live yesterday about consistency that consistently if they look after their new nutrition or look after their portion sizes or all the rest of it um part of that will not even alone part of it a large large portion of this will take care of all the things they've been struggling with like overeating uh, like bloating like farting uh, like pooing too much or too little still keeping count uh it's just that actually, again, we've been living it so long, we think it's normal. And it ain't. Right. That's not bad, actually. 
timing wise. I think 30 minutes is not bad on this. Considering I'm on nine. Nine bar gate. I should have done a count for Emmentine. I said Pringles for Hafsa. There you go. Hafsa. Pringles, Pringles, Pringles. <laughs> Top it up. Um, I should do a quick recap, right? Hey, Jazzad. Uh, so no, we didn't eat the foods we did hundreds of years ago. So I don't know why on earth our, we think our digestive systems are going to be able to tolerate uh, anything in a packet. Uh, anything. Anything packet-based. Our, our actual digestive systems are not fundamentally created to be able to process. It's not. Uh, we still want to, though, don't we? We still want to our bodies to process anything that, that we want to throw in it uh, and expect the outcomes to be good. Um, Brian Walsh is a great guy uh, and he looks at, he's he's fantastic at pretty much everything in a, in a coaching perspective or his knowledge. And he said, because uh, you hear the saying you are, you eat, and he, he rephrased that. He says, you are what you eat, process and digest and utilise. I think it's something like that. It's, it's, don't quote me on that It's because I'm not quoting him very well. However, that's principally what happens when it comes to gut health. Uh, I'm not suggesting we're all a tin of Pringles. I'm saying, though, that if we process Pringles, what comes out of that? Poor health, poor digestion, uh, poor skin, intolerances, allergies. <sighs> we know the thing is that we, we, we've we been attempting to do it for so long as human beings, clients and coaches that we expect the outcome to be different. Right. We expect that somehow our bodies Ask them to do something that's not built for, for 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 day dot and go, hey, eat this. And then we seem to get surprised when it didn't happen or it doesn't work well. And yet we accept the symptoms that come with it afterwards, like bloating and farting, because it becomes part of, part of social norm or, or expected behaviour after every meal. And what I'm saying to you is actually that should not be happening after every meal. It shouldn't be happening. There's a sign you've got health needs some attention. Um, or if you've some gut bacteria issues about balances, about some approaches to supplements that can be taken to look after different parts of it um where bacteria comes in from as well actually like pretty much everything that's processed right but is it good bacteria that our gut particularly wants well all right uh how to look at that naturally fermented foods right by the way fermented foods are great uh for things like that sauerkraut oh, i love that anyway but things like that we're not going to do supplementation um less sugar refined sugars and not and sweeteners the thing is is it always says to me uh is fizzy drinks okay helen i'm like diet diet is go zero i'm like yeah i mean if someone's going to make an improvement with their nutrition from full fat coat to diet diet or zero of course that's okay again though there's artificial sweeteners in those anyway um and there's uh there's other stuff in it that, again, you know, caveman won't be having Pringles in a Coke Zero. So there's still some elements of what's in there that doesn't help our gut bacteria and therefore our immune system. Reminder, 70% of your immune system's in your gut. So it's in our interest, certainly about these days and times, to be looking after that. Um, also, side note, if you have an antibiotics, yeah, you know you don't feel great afterwards. And that's partly because those wipe it out like gone right so the worst thing to do is have antibiotics recover uh, and just slam back loads of sugary food and uh, anything processed basically 
because all you're doing is 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 making it worse. And and no surprise that sleep, which I've covered a billion times a few weeks ago, uh, is a massive help with with things like this. By the way, sleep and exercise naturally improve bacteria. Who knew? Yeah, true fact. Um, also, whenever leaky gut. So what leaky gut is? Uh, did my fingers? Is it's not a great example of what it is. However, it is what it is, as we say. Yeah, uh, what happens and where leaky gut leads to. Um, and well, I'm not going to go to all the secrets. Obviously, as a trade, there are different ways of resolving and dealing with it, um, of which we interplay all the time. Um, with elimination diets, yes, as something that can deal with that, but also just general good foundations of nutrition, which is all we do with our clients anyway. Ta da! Boofed. So I went, I went nine times. I'm going to say, I'm going to round it up to ten. Nine times saying the word food. Ten. There you go. I won't do a live just on that because I think me counting that many times would be a lot. But I think 10 times is actually not bad for a live that's to do with digestion, gut health. <laughs> Everything goes in, comes out, right? Oh, I could do oh, I could do a live just on that. If anyone really interested, I could. Let's go through the Bristol chart. Everyone comment, how's yours on the Bristol chart? Everyone's like, what is the Bristol chart? Google the Bristol chart and you can understand what I mean. I could go into it. I won't. It's a Saturday morning. People have everything they want to talk about. However, it's better to do it in the morning than the night. I suppose at tea time at five o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> Who's that going? Yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, have a uh, fantastic uh, weekend, everybody. Uh, look after your gut health. It's amazing. If if it if anybody's watching, and I think some of you are, if you had real problems with digestion. It's always one of those where you look back and go, I wish I had done that sooner. Uh, yeah. Yes, it, it again takes consistency, takes looking after. Like, like I said, mine now is after three years. Uh, yeah, when some charts are normal in house, I was like, rate, rate my. <laughs> There's a stone, I don't even know the sites that exist, I hope not. Uh, off track half, so thank you. Um, it's taken me three years. Now, what's interesting is that I know, like I did this week, when I push the boundary, what happens? Just haven't had it for so long. Mine's garlic, by the way. Fresh garlic, crushed garlic, annoyingly. Paid the price for that one most of this week. So the thing is that knowing it helps, like if I didn't know that, if I, yes, I knew that before, I introduced it one day this week, three days later, still having some issues, right? I know now, okay, I remind myself now, that's the reason why I don't have it. And I can reset it quite quickly. So I can set my digestive tract back on, on form. It'll be right by tomorrow, actually, tomorrow, Monday. Before I even try that other supplement I reference, which I'm not. I think I'm too scared. <laughs> which I, everybody like that. Everybody has a one-to-one -one this week. I was like, where are you? I'm like, Bathroom. <laughs> Sally's got hers first this on, on Monday. Sally be like, oh, where are you? <laughs> Sally! <laughs> Not gonna do that. Um but the thing is it's it's taken me that long to to get it hundred percent right. Uh so these things take time. They're worth it though. They're generally worth it. Uh so yeah, I will catch everybody uh Monday at five as standard. Uh have a tip top weekend guys.
Ciao.